Grinding harder does not guarantee growth. You know what it does guarantee is fatigue and frustration, just like trying to pedal faster on a bicycle with a square wheel. Hi, my name is Brad Parnell, and with entrepreneurship highs and lows, I share real stories, tips, and insights to help get your business and life to the next level. Be a Better Marketer is a movement about following proven plans that drive results. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Online Marketing Simplified. This is your host, Brad Parnell. I've got special guest Sherry Flores with me from Houston today. Welcome, Sherry. Hi, Brad. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. So quick introduction, guys. So Sherry is phenomenal. We've we've gotten to spend most of the day together today and really learn about your business and got to drink some coffee and do some whiteboard strategy. Hopefully you're not too tired of us yet. No, I'm so glad that you think spending a whole day with me is fun. That's a, that's a big compliment. Thank you. No, it's been a blast. We've had so much fun. And um, what's, what's so neat is when we get to do these full days with businesses, we get to really understand the problems that they solve. And it's incredible hearing Sherry's passion for people. So in, in a nutshell, Sherry, and I've got my own perspective on it, I'll share too, but I would love to hear in a nutshell what problem you're solving for businesses. Sure, yeah, thank you for asking. I So my main focus is helping business owners understand what they need from their employees uh, to help make their business grow. Uh, it's an incredible passionate project of mine. I've seen bad teams and I've seen great teams. And I know the key difference there is finding the right people for your business, but also understanding what people those need to be. That's great. And if you guys listening have ever been a part of a good team or bad team, you've felt it, right? Like good teams, like know how to win. They move together. It's kind of like a basketball team. Everyone moves in unison and bad teams. What are some of the things, what are the things you've seen in bad teams? What is the result of having a bad team? Absolutely. So when I see a bad team, I usually see it come from something. Uh, and it's because a business is growing too fast or they're not growing in the right direction. So if your business is growing too fast, you kind of start desperately looking for people to join you. And you almost start looking just for, for warm bodies. I would say stop, pause. Uh, let's figure out what you need because you'll end up wasting a lot of time and unfortunately money and other people's time uh, if you make the wrong hiring decision. One, one of the most interesting things spending the day with you is I've known about recruiters for a long time and I think a lot of people understand, hey, if you need people fast, like you go to a recruiter and they help you find the people. But what I learned that was so interesting is the difference between the recruiter and then your your process. So I would love for you to kind of explain like what's the difference of, hey, if I need if I need a team, I'm growing fast, I know I need people, but I don't think I can do it by myself. And I'm scared that if I hire the wrong people, that's gonna cost me even more time and money. What's the biggest difference of going through a traditional recruiter versus going through um, a talent strategy coach like yourself? Ah, sure thing. Uh, and I, uh, as you've learned from me today about generally how recruiters differ from talent strategists, have you used a recruiter before? You know, I think it's been a couple years, but now that you mention it, I have. I have used a recruiter. 
Okay, awesome. Uh, so you, in the experience with a recruiter, did you, what was the process there? Did you give them the job description and then they went out and hunted for you? Yeah, if I remember right, it was kind of uh, like a, a form fill or just kind of filled in the blanks, answered some basic questions, and then they started their search. Sure. Did you feel like anything might have been missing from that process? You know, I don't think we really talked about any sort of dove deep on values, uh, culture of our company, or even did any sort of like disc assessment or profiling of the kind of person I needed. It was more of looking for a, a skill set that matched. Awesome. Yeah. So I think that is where a talent strategist really improves on the process. They're trying to understand your company, where it is and where it wants to go. Uh, so making sure that it's not more, that it's not a transactional process between I have a job description, I need to find somebody, but how does that job description fit in with the rest of your company? How do the metrics that you need from this job compare to another? Uh, and that's what a talent strategist really digs deep into a company. They're there to be your partner, so it's not a one-time deal. Usually a talent strategist will stick with your company for several years and, and really try to fill in those pieces. Yeah, that's great. I, I definitely remember not having a positive outcome or experience oh, no. <laughs> from from my recruiter, so I, I definitely understand that. And it seems like if, if you've been in business for a while and you care about like culture and values and you see the impact, I mean, you've gotten to spend the day with us and seen, I mean, we've got our values like big and bold on the wall here and hopefully you felt some of that. And I know if I was ever in that position again, I would be scared to death to just hire a recruiter that did not ask me <laughs> questions about my values or, or understand the company culture. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, walking in here, you can definitely feel your, your culture and spending time with your team. It is obvious how much you care about your team and how carefully you crafted them together. And that is the difference between somebody who has spent time with your business. In this case, it's your business, it's yourself, and maybe someone who's just coming in, looking to fill out a form and then go out and do a job for you. So uh, anybody who's worked with you personally, Brad, I think would, would, would be very lucky because they would get to see a wonderful team and they get to contribute to that team by bringing more people in. What do you think, and thank you for that, what do you think is the importance of, you know, we talk about the culture and values a lot. So someone maybe listen to this that is trying to grow their team. Why is it so important to have culture and values on the list when you're looking for a team member as opposed to just someone that can check the box of, hey, I'm trained in this, I can perform this task. What, why, why are cultures and values, or culture and values important? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you asked, you asked this question because I have lots of thoughts about it. Uh, so when you establish a culture, we're not talking about buzzwords that you hear on LinkedIn or, or, or wherever. Uh, you're not talking about something that you just craft. You're talking about taking yourself, a business owner, and bringing that piece into your business. So as cliched as it might seem, culture really is everything because it's an extension of you. In order to get the results that you're looking for, you have to bring that into your business. And uh, just speaking to you, Brad, it's, it's obvious that that's something that you've done and done really well. There's one saying, I think I'll probably screw it up, but it was like, culture eats um, strategy for breakfast or the idea of like people over process. And it kind of makes me think about that. And we've had to make some of those decisions too, right? It's the, our people and our culture that we've created sometimes trumps what we think is, you know, this process that we're supposed to follow. And not to say process isn't important, but I think sometimes we've got to make decisions for, you know, what's best 
for the client, what's best for the team, and how does this fit into the culture, which answers the question, how we behave, um, which is so important. Because I think you, you start to mess up culture, and then I'm sure you've seen some teams that have bad culture and seen what that can do to not just the inner atmosphere, but I'm sure just to the business itself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there, there's actually a book that that's called Culture Trumps Everything, and it's so true. Again, it's an extension of yourself. And once you have the right culture and you bring the right people in, making decisions about customers, what long-term strategy, it becomes a lot easier. And because you have a whole team behind you who's supporting you and uh, and wants to go places with you. So I'm I'm dying to know what your favorite team assessment tool is there are a lot out there and I'm sure you've seen a lot so I'd love to hear you as the expert what is your favorite and why uh, I like that thank you for asking because you're right there's a lot of assessments out there uh, so you mentioned disc earlier which I really love I think it's comprehensive I think it's accurate uh, and there's another one called predictive index uh, that goes a little bit more into personality and how those personalities work with other personalities in a business uh, so those two together I think are very powerful that's great. I actually love Predictive Index. I've been through like a two-day training on that before. Oh, awesome. And what do you like about it? So one, I like that I'm a maverick because that means I can go out and drop bombs on people and come back and still be okay, which was a little bit uh, scary to learn at first. And then I was like, you know, that's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, there's no surprise there. That's, that's what yours was. <laughs> so if, if you guys have never heard of uh, uh, Predictive Index before, it's neat because I think it's been around like since the 50s for a long time and they actually used it in wartime, which is why like there's some different names around them to know who are the right people to execute these very specific jobs that other people can't execute. So they have kind of these like fun, cute logos and identifications of if you're, um, gosh, I can't remember them all now, but what are some of the names of those profiles? Do you remember? Oh my gosh, uh, it's been a really long, so Maverick was one, I think Analyst, I don't, I'd have to really look it up, but yeah, but the way that they come together, and you're right, it's well-researched. Uh, somebody didn't just like make it up, and I think it's obvious when you do, when you do an assessment on a whole team, how those come together, and really bring those gifts forward uh, to make sure that they can be used you know, correctly. Yeah, that's awesome, and what I found too is, you know, you can do it on your own, but I've always loved working with like the consultant or the coach that can help you interpret some of that data, especially if you're working with big teams. Um, I remember once we were using uh, culture index before predictive index and they they actually ironically predicted some of some of what was going to happen with my team. They said, hey, this person's probably about to leave. Uh, this person's in the wrong seat. They probably have this much time left. Um, and they everything that they said they believed would happen just based on the position they were in and their current profile pretty much came true. That's incredible. You gotta <laughs> love, uh, love data. So do you continue to use Predictive Index? I don't. After this conversation, though, I'm kind of thinking maybe I should look back into it. You touched on something about using like a coach or a, an analyst to kind of go over it with you. Um, you know, I'm a little biased. I'm a coach, but I use coaches. There are people who are experts in things. And if you can find somebody who's an expert and passionate about what they do, bring them into your business because they are worth their weight in gold. Yeah, that's such good advice. I remember one thing was really neat, and I think all assessments have this. We won't make this podcast all about assessments, but it's an interesting topic, and it has to do with your expertise a little bit too. But on the predictive index, I think they had little placards or pieces of paper you could print out that showed you um, the dots and kind of the personality that you were. 
So it had like, you get a little logo, you get the name that you are. So like I had an airplane, I was the Maverick and it showed my dots on this where I measured on four different areas. Um, so my brother works at a really neat video production studio in Fort Worth. And I remember I walked into their office one day and they all had the predictive index placards next to everyone's room, like all the little office spaces. I love that, lots of creative types in your family. Yeah, so what was neat is you could walk in there and like my brother would be like, hey, you're, oh, you're the chameleon. Like I can see all your dots here. I know what that means. And so everyone at the office was also trained kind of how to read those to know if, hey, if I'm about to pop in, like my brother's name is Sam, if I'm going into Sam's office and I know he's this kind of personality type, it helps me understand like how to have a conversation with them better. You gotta love cheat sheets or uh, little codes. Yeah, you gotta love it. It works in games, it works in, uh, in the workplace as well. Yeah. Mm. So what was neat, Sherry, is when we started talking to you, you talked about how, you know, there's a tech company that you worked with and you helped them go from 15 people to 100 people um, in one month. I can't even imagine that process. And then you also helped double the revenue um, for a software company using that same process. So sounds like, I mean, you know, when you get the right people in place and the right processes in place, you can do some pretty big moves with your company. Yeah, absolutely. And those those two companies were, were could not be more different from each other. Uh, and the main key, the piece there was understanding their business, where they were right now, where they wanted to be. And of course, these companies were very different. Um, but be if having the right person in this case, it was me finding other people who wanted to who really wanted to go along for the venture. And that's the most important thing is finding people who want to go on this journey with you um, because it's their personality, it's their passion, uh, it's their own expertise. It's, it's just the difference between succeeding and succeeding less, in my opinion. That's great. So let's talk like the, there's a lot of listeners we have out there that are, are solopreneurs or um, independent business owners, and maybe they're just looking at hiring their the first person on their team. They've not done it before, and they're trying to figure out like what's that next move. What would you recommend if you were having coffee with one of them and they just said, hey, Sherry, what should I do? Like, what should my first step be when I'm trying to find that next person I should hire? Yeah, well, first I would say congratulations, kind of going from, you know, just a, a solopreneur to somebody who can start to expand their business. That's a huge milestone. We, everyone should celebrate that, that moment in their business. Uh, I would sit down, figure out what you want to spend more time on and, uh, what you really need from this person. So if it's uh, another expert, uh, find somebody who has experience in that field, has the proven experience that you think you need to grow the business and start looking for that person or hire a coach to kind of help you find that person. Now talking on the flip side, let's say, let's say one of our listeners here has uh, 15 people and they just got some big jobs. They're looking to go to 30 people. They're looking to, to grow. Um, and they're just kind of at that mindset of like, the way I hired these people took me too long. They weren't all great. I know I need to change something in my hiring process. What would you recommend for them? Oh, I love that. I think a lot of owners, at least some, at some point in their careers, find themselves in that situation. So if you were doubling your, your staff, there's going to be some positions that you're probably replicating. Like you don't need to find 15 new job descriptions or new roles. Uh, so identify what roles are going to be the same. Um, then you would sit down with a coach and figure out what personality you might be looking for and then going to find those people. 
if you need it fast, there's some tactical things you can do there. Um, but the most important thing is before you do anything, sit down, figure out what essential functions you need from this group of people uh, and then move forward from there. That's great advice. That's really good. Um, what what books are you reading or podcasts are you listening to? What do you, what do, you do to help kind of continue to fill up the tank for you professionally? Oh gosh, there's so many, uh, and I have such a long list. Uh, so there is a there's a book called The First Ninety Days, and it talks about uh, what a leader needs to do in their first ninety days of of this new job. So usually it's a, a person joining a, a company with other employees uh, and really making the impact in the first ninety days. Uh, there's a couple of recruiting books that I love to read. I've read a couple of times, but yeah, yeah, it's a long list. What about you? What are you reading these days? I love it. Well, first I'll comment on that. I th- so I always ask this question and I love to hear when responses match up to their, what they do for a living too, because that means that you are so passionate about it. You're continuing to sharpen the edge and get better. So that's awesome. Thank you. That's There's awesome. There's always like nuggets you can find. And sometimes when you read something again, you're like, oh man, this, this really resonates with me in a different way. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm a big marketing nerd. So I'm re-listening to all of uh, Russell Brunson's audiobooks, um, which are, uh, gosh, what is the first one? I just finished Ex- Expert Secrets. I'm now re-listening to Dotcom Secrets. And then I'm also re-listening to uh, Never Split the Difference. That's a book about negotiation from an FBI expert. Very cool. So, been had the recommendation several times. Is it? What do you think? Any good? I love it. What's funny? So, I, I read it a while back. I'm kind of recycling all my books now. I read it a while back. I loved it. And now, uh, Logan from my team is reading it. And so, that kind of piqued curiosity again because he mentioned some things like tactical empathy. I was like, oh, I need to remember. I forgot what that was. I need to go back and refresh my brain. And then um, the house that we just bought when we were there looking the other day, that book was on their bookshelf. It was like, this keeps showing up everywhere in my life. So I just re-downloaded the audiobook again yesterday. <laughs> that was a sign. Pick it up again. Yeah, it was, a, it was a sign. And then what, what's funny is I, got, I bought the audiobook yesterday when I was at that house. And I got back to my house and realized, oh, I still have the hard copy right here. But, you know, now I can be outside and run and listen to it. The great thing about good books have it many different ways yeah that's right that's awesome well sherry um if you could impart one thing let's say that you were again just kind of sitting down with someone and they were you know either trying they were thinking about hiring or not sure if they should hire or maybe they hired a bunch of bad people and they don't know what to do what's i know that's a big general question but what's something that you would just share with the listeners here if you were to have coffee with them what's one more thing that you might some wisdom you would impart upon them Yeah, absolutely. So whatever you do, whatever you're planning, whatever you're thinking about doing, uh, remember that you're a business owner and everything you do has impact. People are looking at you. So if you're making a decision about who you want to hire, think about it very carefully uh, so that you can make the greatest impact. There's a time and a place to hire people without experience, but if you need to do something big and you need a leader, make sure you understand uh, where that person's experience has been and hire someone who has proven ability to do it. That's what I would say. That is incredible. (laughs) Guys, if you missed that, go back and re-listen to it. Um, And if you're listening to this too, and maybe you know an entrepreneur or business owner or someone that's struggling with going to from like 15 to 50, or from making their very first hire. You know, please share this with them and give them that gift of knowledge and insight. Um, Sherry, if someone wants to know more about your business, 
which I don't even think we mentioned, is momentum talent strategies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there it is. <laughs> is, there any, is there anything else you want to share? Uh, or just tell us a little bit about what you do inside of momentum talent strategies and then how people can connect with you. Sure. So my main thing is helping businesses move in the direction that they need to with the people that they have. Uh, so my website, mtstrategies.io, uh, is available for anybody. But also give me a call, email. I mean, I just love to chat with people uh, about what they want to do next. I love hearing people's passion and the dreams that they have for themselves. And let's just connect that way. That's great. So you guys make sure to check that out. And that was um, MT Strategies. MT mtstrategies.io mtstrategies.io and that's the one that we just built today too which was a lot of fun so you'll get to see a great video from sherry on there talking about how she helps people and if you know someone that needs her help share it and we hope this added a ton of value this isn't the goal of this podcast is not to sell you on something it's to provide insights and value and direction so we hope you got some great insights here and sherry thanks for spending time with us today and time on this podcast Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure spending time with you and your team today. Awesome. Well, guys, thanks to you so much for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. This has been uh, Online Marketing Simplified. Thanks for listening. Hey, so if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to rate and review and share this podcast. It would mean the world to me. So if you could write a quick review, give it a five-star rating. And then if there's anyone you think that could be inspired or motivated by this lesson, please share it. That's how we grow. And thanks for your support.